Hello, 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 saints of Yahweh, what's up? It is another glorious, wonderful day in the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We just want to give God all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise this day. This July, mm, there you go, back to July. This August 2nd, 2023. August 2nd. 2023. Uh, we want to give God all the praise and glory today. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> all right. Um, let's get right into our word for today. Our word for today comes from Jonah chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. Jonah chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. And reading from the New Living Translation. And it reads... This change of plans greatly upset Jonah, and he became very angry. So he complained to the Lord about it. Didn't I say before I left home that you would do this, Lord? That is why I ran away to Tarshish. I knew that you are a merciful and compassionate God, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. You are eager to turn back from, from destroying people. Just kill me now, Lord. I'd rather be dead than alive if what I predicted will not, will not happen. The Lord replied, Is it right for you to be angry about this? Then Jonah went out to the east side of the city and made a shelter to sit under as he waited to see what would happen to the city. And the Lord God arranged for a leafy plant to grow there, and soon it spread its broad leaves over Jonah's head, shading him from the sun. This eased his discomfort, and Jonah was very grateful for the plant. But God also arranged for a worm. The next morning at dawn, the worm ate through the stem of that of the plant, so that it would so that it withered away. And as the sun grew hot, God arranged for a scorching east wind to blow on Jonah. The sun beat down on his head until he grew faint and wished to die. Death is certainly better than living like this, he exclaimed. Then God said to Jonah, is it right for you to be angry Ang angry because, of the, because the plant died? Yes, Jonah retorted, even angry enough to die. Then the Lord said, You feel sorry about the plant, though you did nothing to put it there. It came quickly and died quickly. But Nineveh has more than 120 people living in spiritual darkness, not to mention all the animals. Shouldn't I feel sorry for such a great city. <laughs> this passage of scripture contrasts how we feel about different things in this world. God, Jonah began this by saying, I knew that you were a merciful and compassionate God. I knew that. I knew that you were merciful and compassionate and that if I 
told Nineveh about the things that were going to happen to it and told them that they needed to repent. And if they repented, that you would turn from your, you would turn from the wrath of destroying these people and, and save them and rescue them because you are a, a merciful and compassionate God. He says, you are slow to be get angry and filled with unfailing love. God's love is unfailing. God is merciful. God is compassionate. He says he wouldn't do it if he preached that word to them and gave them the word. He knew that God wouldn't do it. But we are <laughs> mean. We are angry. We are selfish because we want what we want. And Jonah didn't want to go there and preach to those people. He didn't feel sorry for those people at all. 120 people. And the Lord said not to mention the animals. He felt more sorry for a plant. That he didn't do anything to, to, to plant it. He didn't plant it. He didn't water it. He didn't feed it. He didn't do anything to it. It just grew up. And then a worm ate it and it, and it died. But he felt more sorry for a plant than he did for 120,000 people who were in spiritual darkness that God sent him to preach light to. How are we feeling? Where are we in this? Do we feel like Jonah about people that we have not even taken the time to pray about? That we have not even taken the time to find out who they are? When all we really need to know is that God cares about them. Just like God cares about us. Are we so hard-hearted that the mercy of God about that the mercy of God that we have in we have enjoyed we cannot extend to other people? Yes. I agree there are some very awful people in the world. But we have to remember the people themselves have no choice. If you are in spiritual darkness, then sin, S-I-N, rules your life. And all that can happen, the only thing that can happen out of your life, if S-I-N rules your life, is S-I-N-S. -S. You have to come into the light to know that there's spiritual darkness. And once we come into the light and we understand who Jesus is and what Jesus did for us, and we begin to study that and, and incorporate that in our lives, then change happens. But if they have not heard, how will they know? They need to hear it in order to know it. So we, they have to have someone to preach to them or to give them the word, to witness to them, for them to know. And those of us who are, <clears throat> excuse me, in places where uh, we're not persecuted every day for our uh, religious convictions, can pray for that that happens 
We have to learn how to pray for one another and not only for one another, but for those who are in spiritual darkness. And then begin to lift them up and be able to witness to those around us who are in spiritual darkness. This is what all of what this is scripture is about. It's about being able to move when God tells us to move. To say what God tells us to say and walk in that light. And being able to witness to people with a clean heart. With a heart of love. That same love that God has given to us, we need to give out. We need to spread forward. That's what this story is about. Jonah didn't want the Ninevites to be saved. He wanted them to die. He wanted God to kill them. Because, and, and we have to know the backstory. It was just because of a lot of things that the Ninevites, because it was a terrible city. It was a terrible, they were a terrible group of people who did a lot of terrible things. Uh, and so he wanted them to die because of terrible things that they had done. But we hadn't looked at what we've done. Jonathan hadn't looked in his life and to see where he had fallen short. And says, the same mercy that I was afforded, these people should be afforded. No, we don't think like that. But we should. We should yield ourselves to God and allow the mercy of God, the compassion of God, to flow through us. Knowing that God's unfailing love will not fall short. That God's unfailing love will penetrate and will cause people to change. But we have to stand for that unfailing love. We have to be able to to talk to those people and preach to them about what needs to change in their life. What needs to change in their life. We ask now that you move God in Jesus name. Lord help us to be as compassionate as you are. Help us to be filled with your unfailing love to know that when we give your word that you are the one who gives the increase in it and not hold it selfishly to ourselves but be free to speak the name of Jesus and minister to all to all not just a few not just the ones that look like us not the ones who live uh, uh, who live uh, uh, lives that we think are acceptable but to everyone to everyone so that you can change all lives in Jesus name amen and amen think on these things Selah and remember I love you and Jesus loves you so much more <laughs> have a glorious day in the Lord and I'll talk with you tomorrow.